This is episode number 151 of the Homeowner Show. Whether you're DIY or looking to hire, we're here to help you find the best information and options for you and your home. My name is Kevin Hackett, and here with me is Craig Williams. Hello, 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 and welcome to Homeowner Show. We're glad that you could join us for this episode. Welcome back to the studio, Kevin. Man, it feels like a... Feels like it's been a while. <laughs> I think that's probably because it has. It's been a minute. <laughs> I've uh man, I've been I've just been gone. I've yep. been gone away, out of state, in state, although that is a long way away sometimes whenever you live in <laughs> Texas. So yeah. It's like a couple of countries away in Europe. No kidding. Well, I mean, whenever if you're even if you're up in like the northeast it, I mean, you can travel, you know, four or five states in a day <laughs> pretty easily. So, anyway, just kind of is what it is. But I'm back. Happy to be back. Glad to be My family is glad that I'm back. Um, so, yeah. It's good to be here. How are you doing? Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm doing good. Like, yeah. I, was, I, was, I was reflecting on, on, on life today. Really? Yeah, because... Uh, I, one, I had a really good day. Good. Um, you know, and I, I like it, it feels like almost like a confession, but like I really feel like I'm just I'm, I'm living a, a a kind of a dream hmm. to a certain degree. I mean, like I my kids are all healthy, my my family is good. I mean, like today I went to a job that I really enjoy. Hmm. Um, I got to come home. Uh, I took my kids and we went and swam in a lake. You know, we, nice. took, a, we took a boat, we swam at the, the island on our lake. Yeah. And we had a great time. And then, you know, I took my kids home, we fed them dinner. And we just, we just had a really good day. We just got back from camp with the kids. We took the little ones to, to kids' camp. Um, got to go to that with them. I mean, like, and I was like, man, a lot of parents just don't get to take their kids to camp. Yeah. Um, let alone their kids going to camp. They don't get to go to camp with their kids. Mm-hmm. And, and so I've just, I've just had this great, you know, several days now. And I was just like, man, I'm, not, I'm lucky. Yeah. I'm very, very lucky. Um, and that was coming on the heels of like some just terrible, awful stuff going on with our family. Um, my, my dad was in this, this really awful accident. Yeah. Um, where it was, it was, I mean, like it's, it's, it sounds very like Texas, but he was, he was in an accident with a tractor. Right. And his leg got, it wasn't broken, but it just got really cut up really, really bad. He he was actually really lucky that it didn't get broken. Yes. Based on what happened. Yes. Yeah. And, um, it walked away from it. Yeah. And which is, I mean, from what I understand of what happened, it, it he's very lucky yeah. to walk away from that. I mean, he survived. The water well did not. Yeah. So that so was. Are our, they still without water? No, at this no. Point? They, they were with water the next day. Really? Yeah. Okay. You know, and honestly, because of some of our business connections and 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 some of the stuff that we do with the show, uh, like we have a lot of good relationships with businesses. And when and and the guy that came and fixed it, he's he's been one of our neighbors. For gosh, close to thirty years. Okay. Uh, with 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 the business, and so when he heard what happened, man, him him and his crew were over the next day getting everything fixed up and repaired, and and so like they they had water the next day, which was a tremendous blessing. Sure. Um, but anyway, so he walks away from the accident. Well, his leg doesn't get any better, you know. And when it happened, we had my mom took him to the ER, 
and the people at the ER, all they gave him was a tetanus shot, which, you know, I'm glad they did that. Probably needed it. Uh, what'd you say? <laughs> he probably needed it. He probably needed it. Yeah. Um, and But his leg got infected. Yeah. And so we took him to the ER, and it didn't go well from there. From mm-hmm. there, it looked like he had an infection in his blood. They couldn't, they were having a difficult time identifying the bacteria that was in there, and so they didn't know which antibiotic to throw at it. Um, and then when they did identify it, um, it was a certain strain of bacteria that they were like, oh, well, we can just use this this particular antibiotic. Well, that was the same antibiotic that I, I think it was like three or four years ago almost killed my sister because of an allergic reaction. Oh. And so we didn't know if my dad was going to have the similar allergic reaction because he has some other allergies. Um, and so we, we kind of had to wait a little bit and see if maybe there was another antibiotic that would work. But the really horrible part about that whole situation is when he went to the ER, you know, they admitted him to the hospital, but they couldn't move him out of the ER. Oh, yeah. It was full. The hospital was full. Yeah. And and so he gets stuck in the ER for like six days. Ugh. You know, I don't know if you've ever been to the ER. I have. But they don't have bathrooms in those rooms. No. And he was basically bedridden for like six days. Mm. You know, and was having to like move in and out of the hallway where they were having people just wait in the hallway for care. Yeah. Um, you know, when you got a bum leg, that's no fun. And so it was, it was, it was just not a fun experience. You know, if you don't have to go to the hospital right now, I definitely don't recommend it. Stay home. <laughs> if you can, I mean like, yeah. you know, do a video consultation or something. Cause the, the hospitals are just, I don't know. And, and it, and they'll even tell you like, is, uh, we were like, is this COVID? And we're like, no, this is just like regular stuff. We're mm. just, and I think part of it is that they're understaffed. And because they were so focused on COVID for such a long time, there's certain aspects of the hospital that are not at full capacity yet. Sure. Where they're not fully staffed, and so they can't fully open the hospital because they don't have the people to to give the care that they need to because they're they're recovering from COVID. Mm. Yeah. Um, and so it's like I I don't fault them. I mean they've been operating under you know these certain parameters for more than a year now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they're even adjusting to the way things are now. Yeah. I so. mean, and we're and we're not in a um, we're not in a bad place for hospitals. I mean, no. I mean, best I, hospitals I, in the world, but there's so many of them too. But I mean, it's also a very large city. So well, and and part of the issue is is you know he's what is I always forget it's Medicare Medicaid. I think it's Medicaid. Yes. Um. And and so you can only go to certain places. Yeah. That accept Medicaid. Right. Um. And so that that was a limiting factor. Sure. Um. Because where he was at, I think there's like three or four hospitals. Yeah. Within, within within rock throwing yeah, distance. Yeah, I mean, you could throw a rock and hit three of some of the best hospitals in in the whole state. For sure, right? You know. Yeah. And um, the, the, it's weird. It's weird. Well, like we were going through some some insurance stuff back in the beginning of the year, and um, it's weird all the contracts that that are in place, which hospitals you can go to, which ones you can't, and um, you know, frankly, some of them are all really, really good, and then there's a few of them they are like, don't go, don't take me there, you know, <laughs> yeah. like don't take me there. Just don't, I don't want to go. I'd yeah, rather yeah. die. Right, exactly. <laughs> you probably will anyway. So uh, <laughs> it's just the way it goes. Well, man, I'm I'm really glad to know that he's uh, that he's kind of on the mend. I mean, your dad doesn't sit still very well. I don't think. 
No. Uh, he likes to be busy. He likes no. to be doing stuff. And I mean, like it's it's not getting any better at this yeah. point. I mean, because like his his leg is like the infection is healing, but they're telling him he's he's not going to be walking properly for at least two months. Man. So. I mean, I'm I'm a little disappointed because we're, you and I are supposed to go throw axes with him mm-hmm. soon, and yeah. uh, I don't think he's going to be in a position to be able to throw axes. I mean, maybe from a like, I think he's going to be more, a, more inspired to throw an axe. Well, yeah, out I mean, of frustration. I mean, surely we can get him in a chair, right? Like, get him <laughs> in a chair, let him throw that thing. I mean, what's what's the what kind of torque can you get from? I don't a, know. Let's <laughs> is, find out. Is that the right word? Well, I, he, well, it, yeah. I mean, thrust. <laughs> It's definitely not thrust. Uh, thrust and velo- velocity. Velocity. You're putting velocity. But like on when something. you when you throw something with your arm, what is that called? I mean, like propelling. I don't. Uh, <laughs> you're propelling it we, forward. I don't know. We both clearly failed physics. Well, I, I know that definitely. Whenever it comes to like throwing a baseball, it's it's going at a certain. I mean, you're, you're measuring it in velocity. Well, that's what it's measured in, but that's not what it's called when like. That's not the motion or I think the. I think it's chutzpah. Chutzpah. <laughs> How much chutzpah do you got behind it? <laughs> it's only if you're Jewish. Oh well, I don't know. I'm I'm not that. Last I checked. Um, but either way, I mean, your dad's not a small man. Yeah. I bet he could put some chutzpah behind an axe. He probably could from. <laughs> You know when uh, when they when he was when his foot was getting all you know infected and stuff, all I could think about was uh, you, you ever seen Lonesome Dove or read that book? Yeah, I mean it's been a long time, but yeah. So like when towards the end of the book, when Gus has to like lose a leg, right? And then they're like, well, he's we need to chop off the other one, and he told him no, right? And he's like, why? And he goes, I like the idea that every once in a while I can kick a pig. <laughs> so help me if they even start talking about taking his leg i guarantee you he's pulling that line oh yeah it's it it, that's like a that's a staple in your family that that movie that book like we name all our aussies off characters from that book exactly yeah so i mean i think occasionally we have clara yeah in the studio yeah We've never had Dietz in the studio, but no. he's always lying outside the door. Yeah, that's because he's just too big to fit in here. <laughs> he's the he's the biggest Aussie I've ever seen. You said he's not the biggest Aussie you've ever owned, but he's huge. Yeah, I, a long time ago, I had a watchdog Aussie named Rolex. Uh, I see what you did there. Yeah, named Rolex. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And he was he was a hundred pounds. Jeez, that like Aussies are supposed to be around fifty to five to sixty. Yeah, five. Like he was a brute. No kidding. He I didn't mean, live very long though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not surprising to me. So, but, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad he's doing. I'm glad he's doing better. Um, but yeah, man, what a what a tough deal. I mean, ba- basically the tractor drove over him. Right. Right. Yeah. And and he's yeah he's he's lucky. Um, so, but yeah, that's, so that, and he's, he's home now, which yeah. that's the best, that's the best medicine is getting to go home. Right. So yeah, anyway, definitely. um, it, you and I haven't seen each other for a while. So it's we, been a while. Yeah. So we decided to spend this episode catching up a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then hang on to the end of the episode because we're going to be introducing you guys to a new segment that we're going to be doing on the show from time to time Yeah, uh, that we're pretty excited about. And we even have an edition of that segment in this episode. Yeah. So hang in there towards the end because we want to make sure you guys 
meet that. Right. So um, one of the things I was going to tell you is today mm-hmm. um, I, I was this evening really was hanging out with some teenagers and uh, we were playing a game. Right. Pretty epic game. One of my favorite games to watch. Mm-hmm. I don't play it anymore because I'm not stupid. But um, <laughs> it's hilarious to watch because it's slip and slide kickball. Nice. Okay, so so all of the base pads are. Um, I, I went to Home Depot and bought six mil um, plastic sheeting, mm-hmm. and uh, so it's ten foot by a hundred foot. We cut it out and um, you know made made the, the diamond base pads. Yes, the diamond, and then um, for no terms for yeah for the. <laughs> For the bases, not the one for throwing, no, but I know that one. Obviously, so for the bases, they're just these little, you know, the blow up kiddie pools, right? Right. And uh, you know, with a little bit of dawn soap mm-hmm. and water, this game is hilarious. <laughs> and so, um, but uh, in preparation for this game, it, it's actually really, it, it's like one of the worst setups and takedowns of a game ever. Because right. it takes forever for that stuff to dry. Right? Yes. you got to blow up all of these uh, these kiddie pools. And so uh, I had some, some uh, people with me, and I was like, hey, air those up. Mm-hmm. They took about four breaths, and they were like, this is going to take way too long. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. So uh, what did I do? I went home, and I got my Ryobi air inflator. There you go. And uh, I've got a 4-amp-hour battery. Uh-huh. I actually got two of them. I was like, I'm really curious how long this thing lasts. Yeah. Like, so I bought two both batteries because I was like, I have no idea. So did you go do the, the battery thing where you buy the two batteries and you get the free tool? No. Okay. No, I've had – I actually – Dude, I I bet I've had these batteries for seven or eight years. Okay. And I and I use them regularly. Uh, they're the lithium uh, four amp hour batteries. Right. Very very good. And um, these I mean these pools are I mean they're I don't know how big they are probably six foot diameter. Uh, but there's like three levels of air that you have to be you have to put into them. Uh, it took me a total of about twenty five minutes for four pools, but I didn't even use up all of one battery, but it, man, it, it did the job. Oh, yeah. Definitely did the job. I was very, very impressed with that thing. I mean, I've used it for airing up tires and different things like that, but yep. I was like, okay, this is, I mean, basically 25 minutes of holding that trigger down, um, which is a hair trigger, by the way. <laughs> That's such a hair trigger. It'll, it'll It'll scare the bejesus out of you whenever you yeah, just be walking along. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like I didn't even touch it. I just looked at it, and uh, it'll it'll take off on you. But uh, man, I was I was impressed. Yeah. I mean, I I really thought. I mean, if you've ever used those um, the the regular lithiums with like a with like the old school blower or something like that, like the the batteries can drain pretty quickly. Oh yeah, but. It, it didn't. I still had plenty of power and didn't ever even have to touch that second battery. So I was pretty impressed. Well, with the with the four amp hour battery, like I, I, I've talked about this before, because I've got the uh, the the backpack sprayer, right? And I I use it pretty much every day. Um, but if I put a four amp hour battery, that battery with me using it will last me about two and a half days. 
Mm, wow. Using that backpack sprayer. That's amazing. So it's, I mean, like either it doesn't require a whole lot of power sure. or that battery just has a good longevity on it. Well, I, I do think that that battery is, is really, really hefty. Yeah. Um, and they yeah. make a bigger one too, don't they? Make like an yes. amp, eight amp hour. Uh, it's or is it a six? six? I think it's a six. Um, but that's a huge battery. Like, yeah, it's it's uh, you. It's not something you'd want to carry around on the end of your drill. Uh, no, but and the I, four I, amp hours. It it's it's si- well, the, the four amp hour is the size of the old yellow or orangey NiCad batteries. Okay, that's how big the size of it physically is. I was just thinking if they do make a six or an eight and I can't remember which it is. Yeah. I mean, you can, you can probably look it up cause I, my computer is occupied at the moment. Um, but I, I think they would probably be more for like the shop vac and the, uh, miter saw. Yeah. The miter saw actually takes two batteries. Yeah. Yeah. It, which actually is, it is brilliant because it really gives you a, a really good, um, Gives you a lot of power behind mm. that thing. So um, let, let's see what they got here. They got a three amp hour. They got a two amp hour. Um, there's the four, and then there's the six. The sixth is, is okay. the, so the biggest one they've got. Okay. But I mean, that's a it's a big dude. That six amp hour battery is, is big. I want to see if it's as heavy as the forty volt. Oh, as heavy? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to I'd have to figure some of those things out. But I. I mean, it's it's not a small it's not a small battery, but mm. it I mean, if it performs anything like that four amp hour battery, it's gonna it's gonna do a pretty good job, yeah, for sure. Well, so. and and so so last week you weren't here, but I got to I got to talk with Eric, right? Um, and I um I don't know if you heard, but I I built a table. Really? Yeah. What kind of table? I built a ten foot outdoor table. Really? For my deck. Okay. Yeah. I haven't even been out there to see it. It seats, uh, I think it seats, it either seats 10 or 12. Okay. We've got a, uh, we got a 10 foot, uh, picnic table at our house. Right. Um, which is phenomenal. Yeah. You know? It, it just holds a lot of people. It does. So I have, I, and I had three benches that fit around the, the edge, the sides of it. Cool. Um, so I didn't have to buy a lot of chairs or anything like. I basically disassembled an old crappy table and used the legs. Well, that's good because I was thinking, well, that was probably about a four hundred and fifty dollar table just with the materials. No, well, I, what I told <laughs> what I told Eric is it cost me a hundred bucks. Yeah, it's not bad at all. So, but like what I used for the tabletop, um, which I don't recommend to people. I mean, it, it it fits our deck. Yeah. But I used I'd use dog ear fence panels. Oh. And and they're. I mean, like they're, I mean, they're more expensive than they used to be. Sure, but they're still pretty cheap. Yeah, I mean, decking, I mean, or fencing is pretty, pretty yeah. inexpensive. So I just I framed it up really good. Yeah. And just decked it out with those fence panels and sanded it down and then finished it with a uh, polyurethane. Nice. Yeah, and I mean, you're under, you're under a, a roof out yep. there, so you don't really have to worry about weathering as far as you know rain and those sorts of things. Right. But, you know, you definitely have to think about just the wear and tear of people, you know, putting drinks on it and yeah. that kind of stuff. So the polys. That's smart. what that's really what more that yeah. was for. It was for drinks and spills and things like that. So Right. Um but yeah, even if it like the tabletop wears out, I mean just pop it off and put a new one on. It's sure. really not that big of a deal. Yeah. Nice. So I I need to go see this thing. Yeah. It's so. it's a cool I mean like it's 
and like we've used it a couple times already to have a bunch of people sitting around. Yeah. And I, I and I, honestly, it's not even finished yet. I need to brace up the bottom, mm. the legs to the frame a little bit better. Yeah. Um, but even without it, it's pretty sturdy. Nice. I mean, we like woodworking isn't something that you've spent tons and tons of time doing. Is not it? at all. Yeah. No. So this is a pretty new venture for you. Well, I mean, like. For something like this, yeah. it's very, very basic and simple. Like there's, yeah. there's no, like, it's not pretty. It's just a table. <laughs> it's functional. Yeah, that's really all it's for. Yeah. Um, and I didn't really care so much. I mean, like, I wanted, I didn't want it to look ugly. Yeah, but it, but it's also on your party deck. Like yeah. this isn't in your house. No. So. No, but like I actually, we we had a guy out this morning. Uh, we're, we're having all our cabinets redone in the okay. kitchen and he specializes in live edge tables. Mm. And so we had, we were like, well, okay, cool. So like, could you make us a table to match the cabinets so that we kind of have like a cohesive look between the kitchen and the dining room? Yeah. And he's like, absolutely. I'll, I'll make you a bit up for the table. Um, nice. And I was like, I'd really like it to be cedar cause I've got a cedar countertop live edge in my bathroom. Um, and he goes, yeah, no, no problem. Nice. So um, very cool. We talked about him coming on the show. Yeah, that would be great. So because we've never done a cabinet episode. No, we we actually uh, had something lined up at one point. It did never work out. But what was that um, one? I don't remember. With uh with our buddy who uh, oh did that's cabinets. right that's right yeah yeah so he kept bailing on us yeah he did so. uh but that did never work out but no that would be great um I I mean well first of all I mean woodworking I love doing that kind of stuff I just don't have enough time. Yeah. To do it, uh, I've actually got two uh, cedar side by side cuts of, mm-hmm. of a tree. So whenever you lay them side by side, they're a mirror image of each other, um, and I, I, they're they're full two inch uh, slabs, like two inch thick. Yeah, and so um, and they're about mm, probably eight foot long, something like that. Okay. So what I really want to do is I want to. Um, to mock those up and uh, put epoxy down the middle of them and uh, make a make a table out of them. So it's one of those things I had on my radar to do for a long time, and then we bought that uh, that picnic table. So did never did never get to it, but why, I why still had it. Why do you want to do the epoxy? Um, because if I if I just put them side by side, um, I'll have to rip them. On one on one edge, right, and the table would wind up being about twenty two inches, twenty to twenty two inches wide, mm-hmm. and a table is typically three foot wide. So if I put the epoxy down the middle, then I can keep the live edge in the middle and on the outside, mm-hmm. and I can just make it bigger, so I can okay. make it wider at that point, and I, and I just think it'd look cool, so. 22 inches. How many shy are you of three foot? Is that 36? Yeah, 36 is is so full three. So it's, I mean, it's almost. I mean, it's a foot, a little yeah. over a foot. Um, to to be able to. That's a lot of epoxy. Yeah. Well, it is. Um, but I mean, I I've seen some really cool things done, and I don't know that I Did would. Did we do talk a full about this 30. before? Because didn't you say you wanted like green or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Either either green or blue, but like a deep blue, but. Um, I, I probably, I mean, I would not put a foot of epoxy in there, I, but <laughs> but I would probably make it closer to try to make it closer to thirty inches instead of thirty six. But yeah. um, anyway, I haven't I haven't figured all that because really what I wanted to make it for was like a bar top. Right. I wanted to make a bar top because yeah, I think I think the one I ended up building I think it's like thirty two inches wide. Okay. Yeah. 
because it looks a little narrow, yeah. but like it's it's functional. Yeah, and you can fit a plate on there. That yeah. no problem. Right. Yeah. Dude, can you can you reach that uh, bottle of bourbon behind you? Because as we get towards the the last segment of the show, uh-huh. we we may need two bourbon Craig. Oh. And right now it's just one bourbon Craig. Okay. Um, Let's see what I can do. Yeah, if you can grab that, that would be fantastic. Um, yeah, I mean, the, I mean, like the the thank you. The I mean, like the the table itself. I think it took me a day to put it together. That's not bad. No. No, I mean, did did you have any sanding that you had to to do on those uh, fence posts in order to make them? They're not they're not completely smooth. Okay. But I did have to sand them, yeah. and it did take me a little bit longer to sand them because I I thought I had a fully functional belt sander. Oh. And I didn't. I was mistaken. Okay, so I, I've got a story about a belt sander. So back uh, when I got married. I got a little jealous. I mean, these these women, they get these lingerie showers, uh-huh. and they get to hang out with their friends, and, like, they bring them stuff for free. <laughs> and, she, and my wife had, like, four of them. Yeah. And I was like, this is ridiculous. She had four showers? Yes, just for her. Um, it, it was it was insane. She had, you know, her church people and her school people, and then, anyway, she had all these people. Um, which is kind of funny, because if you know my wife, she's... She's pretty introverted. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, um, so I was I was kind of like I kind of joked to one of my friends. I was like, you know what? Like, guys should get tool showers. Mm-hmm. That's what guys should get. That yeah. that needs to happen. Um, and uh, little did I know, he went off, told the rest of my friends, and then they threw me a tool shower, <laughs> which was awesome, dude. Like I, most of the the Ryobi tools that I have came from there. And like I got a I got a ten inch table saw I got a drill I got I'm, I'm all kinds of stuff man it was it was really really awesome they get, they got me a circular saw uh, a blower um, and that, tons of other stuff but one of the things that they got me was uh, was a belt sander and I was really really excited about it because I you know I love doing woodworking and stuff and for one reason or the other like you have to have the right project for a belt sander because the belt sanders I mean, They'll take the wood off. Right. Like they, yeah. they will. They'll just flat eat through a board. So you got to be careful. Um, and I bet I didn't use it for probably five or six years. Uh, had it up on a shelf in the in the the shed. And uh, one day I was, I was like, "Yep, I need that thing." Finally, I found a reason <laughs> to use it. So I pulled it down and I saw something like crawling on it. And I'm like, "Oh man, what, what? You know, it's in the shed. I mean, there's spiders everywhere, right?" And so I was like, "What is this?" So I open it up, and dude, the entire thing is just infested with ants. What? I know it's the weirdest thing. I don't, I don't know where they came from, uh, why they were there, but they were living. They had made a nest mm-hmm. inside my belt sander. Was this in Arkansas or yes. was it in Texas? It was in Arkansas. It was in Arkansas. Okay. And and it was up on like up on a shelf. Yeah. And I didn't see them coming in. I didn't see them coming out. I just, I opened the box completely full of ants. They had shredded like the insides of this thing. And I could not, it, it, it was not functional. I, even if I could have gotten them all out, which I don't know if that would have ever happened. Like they, they ruined, they, they ruined the belt sander. Yes. Okay. They were Come probably on. crazy ants. Well, they, they were crazy as far as I was concerned. 
So certain certain kinds of crazy ants are known to uh, strip wires. Yep. And disassemble electronics. That's what they were doing. Yeah. Pissed uh, and, me off. Yeah. So this is this is actually how um, we discovered tawny crazy ants in the Houston area. Mm. Um, so down in the Port Authority, they have these massive uh, X-ray machines that they run a lot of these shipping containers through. Okay. In order, I mean, they just use it to, you know, See what's sniff, in out, sniff out paraphernalia. Let's sure. just put it that way. Yeah. Um, so one day, one of them just died. Okay. And, and they're like, well, this is weird. And so they, as they investigate, they find that there's a colony of ants mm. that has set itself up and eaten the x-ray machine. Yeah, and it's one of those weird things. It's like, where did they come from? Yes. Where are they going? Yeah. Well, they they weren't coming in. I mean, they were there. And so, they weren't going anywhere. It, and, and if anybody's listening to this and going like, that sounds really familiar. So there there was like this, um, the guy that discovered him, his name was Tom Raspberry. Okay. And and so people thought that we had discovered a new species of ant. No. Oh. And so they started calling them the raspberry ants. Okay. Raspberry crazy ants. Right. Well, later found out that no, it wasn't a new species of ant. It was actually the, it was a crazy ant from the Caribbean, the tawny crazy ant that had been around. I mean, we'd known about it for a long time. It has just never made its way to Houston. Wow. Um, wonder how it got here. Um, it's the, the, the ship channel. Yeah. I mean, it's just, they <laughs> swimming. No, they, they came in on, they a, came in on a ship on a ship. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the thing is like, the whole colony, or I guess it doesn't matter if it's yeah, a whole colony. I mean, like, if, if you've ever seen a boat with shipping containers on it, yeah, I mean, like that ain't the only thing they ship in. Oh no, 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 no. This is this is the same thing I tell people Amazon boxes all the right, time. Right, right. You know, like there there are um, stowaways. Yeah. In just about every container. Yeah. So, well, I and the, I posted this on my business page a while back. Uh, I think it was actually week before last. Um, I had a customer call me and said, like, I have a crazy beetle infestation in my house. I don't know what's going on. Could you please come and help? No problem. Yeah. So uh, when it's when it's an odd call, I'm usually the one that gets it. Yeah. You know, like, because it, if it's odd, it's usually going to take a lot of time. And, and you know, I, I've just been dealing with weird stuff for a long time. Yeah. So it took me 15 minutes to figure this one out. Oh, <laughs> So that's not very long. Well, it wasn't just be, mostly because I've seen it before and I knew what to look for. Yeah. And so the she was like, "There's so many beetles in my windows," and I was like, "Okay, like the reason you're in your windows is because they're flying to the light." Sure. That's not and, and so because people think that a lot of times when they see the bugs in the windows, they're like, "Oh my gosh, my window has a problem or my sure. window has a leak." That's not always the case. It's just like, and so what you do is you start walking through the house and you start looking for concentration. Hmm. Like, okay, which windows am I seeing more beetles in than I am in the other ones? Right. And so that will give you a smaller radius with which to look for the infestation. Sure. So I ended up finding these beetles in a drawer in her bedroom, and in the drawer was a plastic bag, and in the plastic bag was a box of Ridex. Oh. And for those of you that don't know, Ridex is a... uh, I mean, you, you basically put it... You flush it down your toilet. Right. And it's used to deal with um, what do you call those things? The septic system. Yep, that's what um, it is. 
and it's it's helpful to keep your septic system clean. Yeah, is what it's for. Yeah. Um, some people, because this house did not have a septic system. Okay. Some people use it to help keep their pipes clean. Okay. It doesn't really work well. I was gonna say that's not that. There are better ways to do that than yes. that. Yes. Yes. So anyway, this as I opened, and if you go to my Facebook page, you can find it. I think I cross posted it a couple different places. If not, you can find it. It's not difficult. Um, like as I pulled the box out, there were hundreds of beetles. Oh my goodness! That had cut perfect circular holes out from the inside out. Mm. Holes coming out of the box of Ridex. Oh my goodness! And and so like clearly the box had been infested before she brought it home, and sure. then when she brought it home, it hatched. Yeah. And then they just started like looking for something else to infest. Yeah. So I mean like it took me 15 minutes to find it, and that's how long it took me to solve it too, because the solution is you take the box outside. Right. And and then you have no more beetles. And then you're done. Then you're done. I mean there's going to be some flying around, but they're going to die. They're going to die. They're going to leave. Yeah. When you open the door. Yep, they're going to get they're out. They're idiots. They're going to fly to the window and, and, you know, die of dehydration. Yep. So, problem solved. Yeah. But so like, d- if, you, d- if you don't do that and you don't find it, then, yeah, you're going to have a massive problem. Yeah, so so the moral of that story is it leave all the boxes that you can outside. Right. And, and especially the boxes that the items arrive in. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you get a box from Amazon or wherever, open it outside, take the container, the out. things in, yeah, out, and leave it outside. Yeah. It's no big deal. I'm so proud when I pull up to a lot of my customers' houses and I see Amazon boxes in the trash can. Yeah. So, and it's nothing against Amazon. It's just like... Well, what are they going to do? I mean, it's all they can. I mean, they're, they've got yeah, like thousands and thousands, hundreds of thousands of boxes in is, a warehouse. It is unreasonable to assume that Amazon is going to treat their boxes with pesticide because no. then they're going to be liable for your exposure. Right. Like, uh, it, it's not their fault now, and, and, that and all why of you people are so anyway? litigious. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> if you if you were, you know, just if you weren't so uptight and you weren't so, like, blaming, like, companies could actually take care of you and deal with these kinds of issues. Sure. And, like, But at the same time, like, people, like, we don't need to be exposed to pesticides. No. And so, like, that you shouldn't want them to do that. And yeah. Obviously, I'm 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 joking when I say like, if you would just stop being litigious, they could take care of it. <laughs> they they still wouldn't do it because it's expensive. Right. It's just say they're not going to incur the cost of that. Right. I and mean, they don't need to. Yeah. Or the exposure. I mean, like, it's just right. it's to them or their employees because then they're going to have to hire somebody like me mm-hmm. to consult on how you would even do that. No, they don't want to. They don't want to try to afford you. But they should. <laughs> um, <laughs> Call me Amazon. It'd be worth every penny. Yeah, there you go. All the millions of pennies. <laughs> All the millions of pennies. <laughs> That's good. Hey, I will tell you this. Um, we there is a, a percentage of life left on uh, the old iPad over here that's uh-huh. uh, controlling a lot of things that people are watching oh, on okay. the Facebook. So I'm thinking it might be time to move on to the new segment. New segment. What are we calling this? This segment is called Terrible Stories. Terrible Stories. That's exactly right. It's, yeah. it's simple, but it really it, – it, Packs a punch. So, and, and honestly, I have to say, like, this this new segment is actually inspired from one of my favorite shows, The IT Crowd. Oh, yeah. They have a, an episode where they talk about a show in Britain called Builders from Hell. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh man, that's a funny show. If you if you like community, go watch IT Crowd. That's right, absolutely. So, yeah. Um, but anyway, what we want to do is we want to curate some of the terrible stories that you have. So if you are uh, any kind of contractor or uh, service provider, and you've had an experience with a customer who was particularly terrible, mm-hmm. we want to hear this story and right. we want to share this story. Yeah. Now we won't. We don't want to. You know. We don't want to share any names or right. addresses or anything like that. We don't want any personal information, but we just want the story. Yeah. So Cha- change the name we'll, if you have to. Yeah. You know. But yeah, if if, if send if, us the story how you want the story told. Yeah. That's fine. But just send us the story. Likewise, if you are a homeowner uh-huh. and you've had a terrible experience with like a contractor or sure. any sort of service provider. Don't send us the name of the business because right. we're not we're not gonna we're share not gonna it. say it yeah so but like just send us the story yeah we'll give you credit for the story mm-hmm. we'd love to share the story with our audience because we think this, these are these are stories that that people want to hear and as a matter of fact we even have a story to tell bum 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 tonight tonight so and this one's a little bit old but it's still relevant yeah. So uh, there was a, a business owner that uh, this this guy had been in another business and he was looking to get out of that business and so he looked to buy a small business okay and he wanted to f- buy one that had been in business for a little bit of time so that he wouldn't have to build the business yeah. when he you know he wouldn't have to start the business basically. sure so he wanted to buy an existing business yeah so he did he bought an existing business and uh this is particular business sold uh products uh that had warranties on okay it. but the longest warranty on any of their products was about 10 years okay so when he bought the business, he had a book of existing customers um, because they were all receiving recurring services. Right. Um, at least most of them on the on the books. Okay. But the ones that had warranties were basically like one-time service. Uh, sure. Engagements. Yeah, because those are those had longer. One time. Longer warranty. Longer warranty. Yeah, more less, expensive. Exactly. Yeah, and so very very expensive products. Okay. Um and. So when this guy bought the business, he'd been operating the business for about a year, and he got a notice in the mail uh, saying that he was being sued. Oh, that's and, not good. Uh, and, and so it was uh, – I think it was actually one of those deals where he was, like, served papers. Oh, yeah. You know? He's yeah. like, are you such and such? Right. Yeah, I'm such and such. Well, you've been served. You've been served. Yeah, and so he's like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, he he gets the, he gets the notice, and so you know he obviously contacts his insurance company and says like, hey, I'm I'm being sued, right, uh, uh, for um, breach of warranty, basically okay. was the the claim. Okay, his home had been damaged, uh, claiming that what you know what his company said that it had done had not done what it said that it w- was going to do, right, and and so now he was going to sue the company. For damages. Okay. So new business owner flips out. Well, sure. I mean, he's only owned this business for a short amount of time. Probably yeah. has never seen said customer, never been to said customer's home, and now he's... Yeah, exactly. He was like, I've never even heard of this person. Right. Never been to this person's home. I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> um, so starts going through the company files, and sure enough, like 20 years ago, the existing yeah. company had taken care of this issue uh, and, you know, charged him and gave him the 10 year warranty, but it's 20 years later. Wow. But this homeowner is going, well, look, 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 you know, like I feel like 
this product should still be in, in use, should still be good. You should have warrantied it for this long. Uh, so I'm suing you. No, that doesn't. That, I mean, really, this guy sounds like an idiot. <laughs> I'm just saying it up front. So the new business owner reaches out to the customer and says, like, you know, look, I'd, I'd you know, rather than go through the lawsuit, I'd be happy to come back out and, and you know, Re- do, do do what I can. I'd rather, Reproduct. I'll redo the service <laughs> um, and, and see if I can make you happy. And he's like, no, I don't want you to do that. Okay. Uh, he's like, okay, fine. Um, and so new business owner turns to his insurance company and says, what do I do? And he says, well, we've got to go to court. Hmm. So they go to court, and the insurance company settles. Really? Yes. Oh, my goodness. This, uh, okay. This, and this is what makes people so terrible, is that they know that. Yep. That they know that. That's right. And they don't care. What the, what they care is that, you know, like, one, ha, 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 I got my way. Mm-hmm. Two, ha, 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 I get a little paycheck. Right. For something I never had coming anyway. Right. Um, and, but they don't think about the downline consequences of that now new business owner having to pay. So much more in insurance. Yes. Yep. yep. Their premiums go up like crazy. And it's yep. because most people don't own businesses. Sure. And they don't understand how that works. And like, you know, this, you know, this particular person that I know, I mean, like they had only owned that business for like a year mm. and then got hit with that. Oh. And it's like, what do you do? Nothing. I mean, you, you just, I mean, it sounds very similar. You, you may remember a conversation that we had about my wife who got in a little. Yes. The fender bender. Fender, fender bender that didn't bend any fenders. Um, and said lady gets out of her vehicle. Everything's fine. Are you fine? Are you fine? Everybody's fine. All right. I'll see you later. Everything's good. Yeah. And a year later, uh, we're getting noticed that she's had tens of thousands of dollars worth of done uh, worth of services done on her neck or back all mm-hmm. these sorts of things and um the insurance company could even see where she had done this multiple other times right and uh they settled and she wound up with like a fifty thousand dollar check that's out of ridiculous deal. 50 grand and and you you know you want to know like what 50 grand does to your insurance premiums for just auto, I mean, jacks it through the roof. Does man. I mean for something that, you know, should have never really happened, and and it, this sounds like a very similar situation. It's just so very frustrating. Well, why can't people just be good people? Yeah, you know, like, I I had a friend recently that uh, her son was about to turn sixteen, and so she reached out to her insurance company, and she was like, hey, I need to add my son. Uh, to my policy, and she and she'd had a long relationship with this insurance company, and they said, yeah, it's going to be twelve thousand dollars. Oh, and she was like, what? And he's like, yeah, it's going to be twelve thousand dollars to add your son to your policy. Jeez. She's like, why? She goes, because he's sixteen. Uh huh. And she's like, but he's never done anything. Right. And they're like, yeah, we don't want him. Right. I mean, and that's a, I mean, that's the message that you sure. tell somebody when you're like, hey, it's going to be twelve grand. Right. And it's like, who does that? Yeah. No. Well, no, no. It, the, you know, some of the, some of that kind of stuff just you know pisses me off. Chaps to, to your hide. Yes, and man. Mm. So here's the deal. 
I'm going to really enjoy this new segment okay. because if you've been a to somebody, we want to share that story. That's right. Yeah, and we want to like we don't want to necessarily like expose you, but we're going to tell people where the story comes from, and sure. you can draw your own conclusions. Right. Yeah. I mean, because listen. We we have said from day one, our primary thing that we are doing this podcast for is to help people own their homes better. We want people to have some tools in their tool belt that whenever a contractor comes around, they know how to talk to the contractor. They understand the plumbing or the HVAC or the pest control or whatever it is that they're doing. Um, that you have some understanding of that industry. Mm-hmm. And guess what? There are some real rats out there. Yeah. And they're they're looking to just scratch whatever they can find and uh, eat and devour whatever they can. And they don't really care about you. So, yeah. look, terrible stories are coming your way, Mr. Person that's bad. You know what? And if I – like, here's the thing. Like, for the, for the most part, I don't want to share names. But, like, if you run off with some old lady's money. Yeah. You know, and, and just leave her – flapping in the wind because you didn't fix your house i'm probably going to share your name sure you know yeah you deserve that yeah by the way have you ever heard <laughs> this is a whole other thing i'm like we're not going to get into it have you ever heard of the gentleman the gentleman bandit no okay this is a whole other thing i mean i've heard this of is... gentleman bandits okay. like i've heard different stories of like you know they steal but like they leave like a nice card or like you know yeah, so well so so apparently uh th- this is a story you'll now have to talk about on uh offline but apparently there was one in houston a number of years ago and uh anyway it'll be interesting to talk about. well we didn't even talk about my car getting broken into this weekend no we're gonna have to talk I mean, we, we're literally on on the edge here okay of our of our show well, let's wrap we, it up we we can talk about it the people online just won't be able to hear it <laughs> cliffhanger can, yeah uh, we, we will uh we'll just banter about that next week and and find out about your vehicle being broken into because that sucks yeah so yeah but Thank you for downloading today's episode. We're glad that you're here. We're both back in the studio. Should yeah. be here for a while, which is really, really awesome. Uh, but we're glad you're here. Thanks for downloading. If you haven't already, click the bell. Click the like button. Click the subscribe button. In fact, Craig, mm-hmm. I've been told that if enough people click that subscribe button, some magical things happen. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, click, magic. Yeah, click the subscribe button. The more people to do it, magic things happen, apparently. And so, um...